Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Astrological Intentions. I am your host, Alex Reavy, along with the Resolution Rebel herself, Sandy Reavy. Say hi. Hi, Alex. Welcome back. Hello, everybody. And we are recording here in Evanston and Edgewater. This is episode 128 and January 4th, 2021. Happy New Year, everyone. Let's get right into it. We have in the transits, Monday, January 4th, Mercury conjunct Pluto. Find an outlet. Wednesday, January 6th, Mercury ingress Taurus. That's Mars ingress Taurus. A bull's eye to your feelings. Friday, January 8th, Mercury ingress Aquarius. He hangs here for a while. And Venus ingress Capricorn. Getting serious? And Mercury square Mars. Takes first hit. And sun sextile Neptune. Compassion. Then Saturday, January 9th, Venus trine Mars. See how this sits. And Mercury conjunct Saturn. Engage core strength. Then in talisman time, Sandy has finished up two talismans. The first, to establish who I am now in the world and to increase mental attitudes. Then upcoming on January 5th, Sandy will be making to easily connect with neighbors. Then on the horizon, we have our CWS January forecast recorded and ready for you to view. Then also webinars, an very invite only seven day intention challenge, as well as our CWS February forecast. Then in our house, Sandy and I will discuss our new year's intentions, not resolutions, and also further discuss our excitement for the seven day intention challenge. Stay tuned for this episode of Astrological Intentions. So you finally know you control where you go. Hello, Resolution Rebel. Happy New Year, everybody. 2021. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. (laughs) Happy Newer Year 2021. Brand new year. This is going to be, this is going to be very interesting from our, our previous year. A brand new year, a brand new paradigm, all air, literally what kind of how we wrapped up 2020 and started 2021 is really it's it seems like the same but I bet you feel slightly different there's more of a uptick in the air yes let's follow it let's follow through it yeah Yes. So I want to go first, go direct to you all. Thank you so much for all of your emails. I'm still catching up on them. So now I'm a little bit behind as, as I'm, you know, trying to read all of these. So this email was about our 12, 12 days of Christmas. So I know it's past Christmas, but I still wanted to read this because I thought it was really nice. So Kara B sent in an email saying, hi, your 12 days of Christmas emails are so creative. I needed to say this because duh, I wrote them. Um, I love everything. The beads are beautiful. I'm subscribed with Nadia Shaw and her superstars. And she mentioned intention beads on YouTube. So glad she did that. I subscribed and now I get y'all all your emails. Have a great holiday and thank you. Next year, I will be looking forward to a reading with Sandy. Nice. Thanks, Nadia. I mean, Nadia is a wonderful astrologer who does big things in the world. And she's actually one of our affiliates. Yes. And yeah, thanks, Kara B for sending that in. If you listen to our podcast, shout out to you. Um, Then let's move into the transits. This is a hefty week towards the end of the week. So let's jump right in. We have Monday, January 4th, today, if you're listening to this podcast on time, Mercury conjunct Pluto. 5.18 a.m., right out of the gate. Find an outlet. You know, Mercury is the, the planet of gathering information and it's conjunct Pluto. So it wants to have a subject to indulge your mind with. 
So it's good for details, subject details. If you have to do some writing, it's really good for mental research, a probing mind. It's good for think tank day. And actually it's the day that we have our January slash 2021 meeting, looking forward to the, the, the year ahead. Since yep. we really felt like we were you know, running as fast as we could without falling flat on our face toward the end of 2020. We may talk about that um, when we get to our house, but um, yeah, this is about finding, finding an outlet. Yes. And it'll be, it'll be good because all of these plans, all of these desires that we have coming in for 2021, this brand new year, it's like, let's start plugging things into that outlet. Let's really start making actions that we can take in order to get get those resolutions if we do choose to use resolutions going. Um, Wednesday, January 6th, Mars Ingress Taurus. 4.27 p.m. Central, a bullseye to your feelings. Hmm. hmm. Right? <laughs> we both right? that. <laughs> well, it's interesting because I got this really clear vision um, to the feelings. You know, Mars doesn't have anything to do with feelings. Um, but it well, does have to do with bullseyes because it has a very focused, you know, pinpointed, like a crosshair type of like shotgun. I don't know if that's a shotgun, probably like a assault rifle or something, but yeah, bullseye. And then but, would Taurus be the feelings? No, it's the opposition of the moon. This is really mm. interesting. So let me just back up and let's talk about Mars for a minute, because when any planet moves from one sign into the next or last sign, if it's retrograde, it's a big shift, an energy shift always. Hmm. But this one particularly, because Mars moves into the sign of Taurus, which is the fixed earth. It's the bull, the sign of the bull. And Mars is in its, in its detriment here. Mars is in its detriment. So Mars has no no ability to move quick. It's like he just went went straight into mud. Like a, yeah, I was going to say mud, yeah. But let's just think about the last six months. Mars, and that's why we're going to see a definite shift change because Mars has been in the previous sign, Aries. Mars rules Aries, astrology 101. Mm -hmm. And we, and you I, even did, you and Susan did a webinar on that. And right. our webinar library. Nice plug. <laughs> and Mars in Aries wants to be first, out of the gate, wants to move, wants to be active. And Mars will stay in a sign for six weeks, just basically around six weeks. Well, when it retrogrades, which it has, which it did in the fall of 2020, and in its own sign of, of Aries, it stayed for six months. Mm. So we've only known Mars instead of what, what's six months divided by six weeks. It should have gone through really what, maybe five signs. Mm -hmm. It stayed in one sign. And so when it shifts, we're going to feel that change. I've been waiting for this date on the sixth. It's not my favorite date because all of a sudden this energy of moving forward is gets kind of stuck. It slows down. So, you know, we have to ask ourselves, you know, what, what, what have we been fighting for? What have the last six months have we been fighting for? Or what have we been fighting against? So check in with yourself to see if that thing is still important. Has that thing or person or subject, um, has it shifted or have you gained it? Have you achieved it? Because it's now that Mar this Mars moving into Taurus, looking now at the moon, the moon is in the opposition on this day in Scorpio. So the moon, let's just picture this, close your eyes if you're not driving, but the moon in Scorpio is in opposition to Taurus, duh astrology 101 right and the moon is in scorpio which is ruled by mars 
and opposing Mars in Taurus where the moon is exalted in Taurus. So it's this mutual reception of they see each other even though they are opposing. And right. they're both, moon is in its fall. I see. So they're either, they're even at like a, what was that in the old Western movies when they would take 10 steps and turn around and shoot? A draw. A draw. So but they're kind of at that opposite ends. But yeah, except that they mutually receive one another to mm -hmm. understand there it's all like are you fighting for the same thing mm -hmm. you know, i get goosebumps when i say that because it's like are you fighting for the same thing why where's the agreement mm. so it Interesting. really yeah and that's why it's the first time as soon as mars moves into taurus it looks at this moon going oh let me it's, it's about feelings all of a sudden. So it says now, slow down, man, slow down. Hmm. Because, you know, from an active place in Aries to a slower pace in fixed earth, I mean, the moon is saying, whoa, you're not opposing, you're not, you're not against me. We are for the same thing put down the weapons. Let's not, let's bullseye to the feelings. Yes. Without being a sharpshooter. Let's just get right to the center. That's a very interesting transit. It, it's first of all, a lot of astrologers have been waiting for this, this Mars moving into Taurus. Like, what does this mean? Right? Like it's been very active. It's been very frustrated for Mars and Aries and retrograde. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mars has been in the square to all the Capricorn planets, which is really interesting. Now that Mars is moving into a fixed sign, Mars will start to square all of the Aquarian fixed signs of which, you know, here went Jupiter and Saturn. So we're going to be paying strict attention to this new, the new air paradigm and now this new fixed and also a focus Energy. on the earth, right? So yeah, it's that's going to be very interesting. I wonder if there's going to be a lot of attention brought to the global atmosphere, you know, the global status. How, how are we doing with how we handle the earth? And how do we handle each other's like property or their home or what they want to protect? I don't know. It just, it, I don't know if it makes me want to cry or if it wants me to be excited to put down, we are all fighting for the same thing. Mm. I like that one. <laughs> you know, and then that sets up, you know, as we go through the week, we go through the, through the, through the month and we go through the rest of the year. Yeah. So let's keep this, let's keep this in mind that it starts as soon as Mars gets in opposes the moon mm -hmm. now the moon moves pretty fast so the moon moves on we don't want to we don't want to forget that we don't want to forget that this a bullseye to your feelings you know maybe on this day write down what do you feel and how can you share that with somebody non-judgmental because you know here we are and i'm sorry i'm spending so much time here it's just that we've got a lot of fixed a lot of fixed situations, right? It, it, it's fixed. Fixed does not want to move, right? Fixed wants to stay status quo, stays, wants to, wants to continue with something has already started. Right. And so here we are in this air economy that says, hey, let's move about in new ways. But Mars is saying, oh, I want to, I, I'm going to take my time so I am not going to change, but that's okay. I'm going to not change as quickly, which may be better off for us all. I agree with that. I think that's a huge possibility. So let's move on because Friday, January 8th is like our big, big day of this week. It's so low. we have one, two, three, four, four or five. We have four, four have transits. Four 
all on Friday, January 8th. Let's start with the first one. Mercury ingress Aquarius. 6 a.m. Boom, right away. And it hangs here. It, he hangs here. This is where the winged messenger hangs his mailbag or his caduceus. It's what he carries in the mythology of, you know, the, the healing transformation, shedding skin, right? The Interesting. I've never heard caduceus. that word. The caduceus. Yeah, the caduceus, Alex, is the staff with the two, the two snakes that wind. On oh, the I didn't staff. know it had a name. I, I mean, I'm, I guess I assumed it had a name. I just never knew the name. The caduceus, caduceus, which is the, the symbol for medicine. Right. It's the, it's right. the physician. It's the doctor, um, because Apollo gave that to Mercury as a gift for friendship, and actually, it's because Mercury can, you know shed skin and go this way and that way. Mercury can go from the upper world to the lower world, from male to female, forward, backward. Um, and so Mercury is the messenger, but he hangs his caduceus or his mailbag here for two months. Why? Because he's retrograde. He will begin to go retrograde in the air sign, air sign of, of Aquarius. So it's the first time in an air trigon in six years. Six oh, okay. They have, I mean, there's so many things trending towards air right now. This is, this is very interesting. The thinking, the reading, the writing, the considering, the community, the humane, human, humanity, humanity, <laughs> humanity. Um, because this is where Mercury will begin to retrograde through the air signs for the next 18 to 20 months. So every time I talk about a Mercury retrograde for the next 18 to 20 months, it will either be in this Aquarius sign, it'll be in Gemini and it'll be in Libra, you know, because it's a humane sign, it's about humanity. And so when we talk about the Mercury retrogrades over the next say year and a half, I'll be talking a lot about this, about this air trigon because it'll retrograde here in it's not retrograde yet folks it's just i'm just making it's making its move into aquarius will it, it will eventually retrograde at the end of the month of um, this month january but not yet um and then it'll retrograde in the next air sign of gemini and then it'll retrograde in the next air sign of libra and so throughout this trigon we're asked to ask our questions per Liz, Liz, um, or excuse me, Aaron, Aaron Sullivan, who wrote the retrograde planet book that all astrologers need to have. It's called, um, the planets in retrograde by Aaron Sullivan, um, that we need to ask the questions, what is our behaviors on managing relationships? So that is the big theme around mm -hmm. this air trigon mer mercurial retrograde placement. So, you know, again, it's about new progressive territory, um, you know, review old to new, new to old. And this is just kind of during this White House transfer that should be going on during this period, but has actually been limited to what is being shared from old to new and new to old. So it makes me want to think that this new progressive territory, if the new the new, um, the new, say, presidential management team mm -hmm. uh, doesn't get all of the information. They may have to start to develop some of their own, um, so that they can, you know, they're they're ready for that day of rec reckoning, right, where they become the leaders of the of the of the United States on the twentieth. Right. And so same day, Friday, January 8th, we're going through all four of these big transits happening on Friday, Venus ingress Capricorn. So this starts, this is at 9.41 AM. So a couple hours later, getting serious. Again, Venus, the, the planet of, of pleasure and charm and love and, you know, pleasantries and beauty and sugar. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and that energy shifts from, from Venus wanting those faraway fantasy vacations because she's just leaving Sagittarius, right? 
where she wants to see the big picture into a place of Capricorn where she now has to look like, how, how can I get there? I need to plan. So needing to make plans and sacrifices are good goals. So they're not, you know, it's like being responsible for your resources. It's the more serious nature of Venus. Venus can't always just by, you know, putting her, wiggling her nose, <laughs> right? Right. right? The, or, you know, putting her arms together and, you know, nodding her head, nodding her head, get what she wants. I dream sure. a genie and bewitched. <laughs> I used to watch those all the time. That Venus really needs to somehow plan ahead and to plan and sacrifice and use the resources that they have. Um, so, you and know. What a great time to, to, to set those serious movements in order. You know, it's, it's kind of nice, you know, you might be getting, looking at your, you know, credit card bill or, you know, all those gifts that came in through the mail through Amazon and going, you know, I don't really need this, you know, or, you know, or seeing your credit card saying, oh my gosh, wow. You know, I can sit at my, at my desk and spend more money than if I were out running errands different right. shops and different shops <laughs> and go here and go there and wait in line and, and do that, that maybe, so it's kind of the kind of reckoning of maybe what you've already done that you need to now sacrifice, or you've seen something that you really want in order to now put it into order, to put it and into a budget. Put a plan together, right. Or yeah, a budget together. Budget. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we also have Friday, January 8th, Mercury square Mars. I've got my eye on this one. This is at 8.44 PM. So this is about, you know, 11 hours later, Mercury square Mars. Okay. I just was talking about that. All of these Aquarian planets that are fixed air will now 90 degree, a, a butt, right? A, a stress period, 90 degree square to the Mars that just moved into Taurus. So Mars could be really frustrated here because Mars is now, hmm. it's, this is the first planet that's come. Well, the moon was there when Mars first got there, right? So they had that in, encounter. Now here comes out of the blue, the Mercury in a square. So who takes the first hit? Mercury is going to take the first, it, it's Mercury's the, the, the brave planet that will brave the tension of Mars. And it will, Mercury will do this three times. This is the first one because it will go through the retrograde cycle, hit it three times and um, finish up March 24th. And at that, and this is interesting because when it gets to the third placement, the third hit of the square, the Mercury will have moved into Pisces where he is, he is in his fall and he's in his detriment. Mercury has no debility. I know because I have that in my natal chart. Um, but, and that Mars will have moved into Gemini. So that will be the final. So it'll be a little bit different kind of finale when right. they come to kind of that third square. Pass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that third square pass in March 24th. We'll follow this on the podcast, but it'll be like what you start off doing here, and I'll talk a little bit more about that, is not how it ends up. And so, you know, that's why I say takes first hit because then it becomes Saturn moves into the square with Mars. We'll be following that. The moon moves into the square with Mars. Jupiter moves into the square with Mars. Sun moves into the square with Mars. Venus moves into the square with Mars. And <laughs> that sounds like very... All the traditional planets meet up in a square to Mars. So this is kind of a setup. Now Mars is debilitated here. So he, he, he's not that strong. So, you know, usually Mars, you know, Mars is a, a malefic. It's the lesser malefic, but still. And interesting that, you know, it will, Mars will trine Pluto 
conjoin Uranus and sextile Neptune. We'll be watching those as well. But I really wanted to point that out that keep your eye on this Friday, that the 8th, because it kind of, to me, sets up um, bing, bam, boom, boom, bomb, right? That <laughs> really kind of happens for the length of um, at least this first this first half of the year. Right. Actually, um, yeah, this first half of the year. Okay. Well, I want and, to so one and, more thing. Okay. Because here, you know, be bold, but walk the walk. Now, usually you would say, walk the talk. But because it's Mars, it's like walk, the, make sure you can walk the way you say you're going to walk. Stand tall after you deliver a message. Hmm. Right? Because remember, Mercury hung his caduceus up. He hung his mailbag up. He's not leaving this, this territory. And so he's taken the first hit to saying, hey, Mars, I'm here. So I'm going to deliver a message and stay, stand here tall. Be careful what you say on this day. Make sure you can be deliver it. Interesting. And so for our final transit of Friday, January 8th, the sun sextiles Neptune. You know, sun sextile, sun vitality, sextile ease, Neptune. This is a, you know, a subtle transit. It's an easy transit. Um, it's about compassion. It's about finding, refinding your vitality sun. What makes you feel good? Maybe this is a day um, that you do, you know, be bold, offer something up. Remember, we talked about sacrifices. We also talked about walk the walk. Mm -hmm. You know, say you're going to do something in a compassionate nature and do something, whether it's you're going to, you know, make a donation uh, weekly or monthly for a six month period or something, or help a friend, or, you know, it, it's more about that could be the reason why this makes so much sense earlier in the day is when you can add that compassionate narrative that makes you feel good about yourself. Right. Compassionate is the word you were looking for. And so Saturday, January 9th, Venus trine Mars. 9.53 a.m. See how it sits. Now, this aspect wants to make nice. It's a, it's a trine. And it's Venus. It's the feminine to the masculine. Um, however, this is also a mutual reception. Now, it's already an easy aspect because it's a trine. But Venus is in Capricorn which Mars is in its exaltation and Mars is in Taurus. Remember, we talked about that. Mm -hmm. Mars is in Taurus, which is ruled by Venus. So it's this, you know, really kind of nice aspect, but Venus is stronger here. Venus takes the lead because not only is Venus in Mars's um, reception, it is in, its, in um, her own triplicity. So uh, Venus takes the role. So it, it reminds me of to keep standing Venusian that you do not want to back down now from what you said Friday, right? When, when, when this Mercury was squaring Mars. Right. Because the ninth Venus trines Mars, right? So you have this Venus, whatever you say on the, during the square, Venus can help you by standing in your, your like Venusian qualities of your value. This is, this is your value. Yeah, standing in your femininity. Your so do not back down now, but this is a big test. Your big test will come February 19th. Now this is going to be, I'm starting to do this in, um, in the podcast. I do this in my readings, but I'm starting to do this in my podcast because we, we, we're almost coming up on our third year. And, and the reason why I say that, because February 19th, Venus squares Mars. So what you do on January 9th, 
you will be tested February 19th. Hmm. And Venus, when she will have no dignity in Aquarius. So just wanted to say, we're, we'll be watching that period. So really everybody, whatever you, whatever comes up for you on the eighth or the ninth, write it down. You are not done with it. Right. It'll be a, it'll be a process. It'll be a project. And same day, Saturday, Saturday, January 9th, Mercury conjunct Saturn. Yep. This is 9, 17 PM. And you get one pass of this, um, engage core strength. This is about making a statement, agree to make longer plans than you planned. So it's like you plan to do something with the stretch of this length. You are agreeing now to make a longer plans. You're willing to stretch that original plan out. Hmm. And, it, and remember stretching out plans, Right. you know, it's kind of like when I want to go to Bali <laughs> and I had somebody contact me who's going to Bali, whenever we get to go to Bali, it reminds me of this date, Alex, maybe we need to say something to our people that have already paid and they're signed up, they're on, that said, you know, we need to extend, you know, any plans, we need to extend them a little bit longer. Right, so, um, yeah, anyway. Well, and, Go on. Well, no. And then I just want to give a preview for the Monday on that, on um, the 11th, which is, you know, the beginning of our next. Right. Podcast. That's, that's the Mercury conjunct Jupiter. Yeah. And that happens at 11, 19 AM. And in case I, I want everybody to know that that's coming up, I'll talk more about this, but you can see distant shores. And again, how do we get there? That's, you know, we can see it, we can feel it. In fact, I can only, um, that's all I'm doing is imagining right now, um, these distant shores of when we can get ready to go. Um, and what do we need to do now to get there? Awesome. And so let's move into talisman times. You have finished up two talismans. The first is Friday, January 1st, to establish who I am now in the world. This one we didn't get to discuss last week in the podcast, because I think you added this one. Yeah, it popped up because I was looking just for a January 1st if there, I mean, I looked and I didn't really see anything and I went back and um, so yeah, I made this at on January 1st at 8.39 a.m. to establish who I am now in my world. I prioritize my list of important factors with concentration, persistence, and endurance. I am committed and faithful to myself. And this is Saturn coming up over the horizon in its own sign of Aquarius. So Saturn takes that and it's co-present with Jupiter. So Jupiter's helping Saturn out, uh, being able to make a list and saying, okay, uh, establish who I am. And the moon is in a trine to Venus, which we always want to try and get the moon in an applying trine to either Jupiter or um, Venus. So... This is available now on the website. I put it up. And I, I love the way that the affirmation is, I am, I think you said. Committed. I'm committed. I, mm -hmm. I am committed and faithful to myself. Yeah. I was thinking you said loyal, but still similar. Um, and I like that because to really establish who we are in the world, we have to have that loyalty. We have to have that, that faithfulness to us, to who we are. Right. We, there can't be doubt like, oh, I don't know, but I'll try. I mean, that we can start that way, but to be established is to know, to be committed to self and faithful to myself. Right. And Saturday, January 2nd, to increase mental attitudes. I surely know the direction I am headed now. I am on my way to favorable blessings and increased vitality. I step into my own light. This is the moon coming up over the horizon at zero degrees of Virgo with Regulus at zero degrees uh, of Virgo. And it's a trine to the sun and it 
um, Mercury, which is the ruler, is just coming out from under the combustion of the sun. So it's kind of making his own way into um, his own light. So actually, I sold this one already, actually. And it sold as a pre-talisman. So I we were able to contact the, the buyer. Um, she yeah. was with me, you know, with me in present back time. Yeah. I was doing the countdown for her. She um, um, got to say she wanted small beads or large beads. And um, you probably won't like this, but I right about a half hour before I started, I asked her what her favorite colors were. Um, <laughs> I guess I needed direction and she gave me that. But anyway, that's on, your, on its way to you. Um, and we will set up an activation. So yeah, so that's not available. That's, that one's gone. Right. And the upcoming talisman that is available Tuesday, January 5th to easily connect with neighbors. Interesting talisman. Never done one like this. And I'm looking at this going, I want this one. I look around where I live and I take note of all the benefits, the camaraderie and the support right here in my neighborhood. Hmm. I'm happy to be your neighbor. <laughs> that is nice. Yeah. yeah, the the this is a place of the moon is in Libra, the ascendant is Libra, so the moon's coming up over the horizon. The moon is making a sextile to Venus and with reception and Venus is in the third house of neighbors, of people that are close in close proximity. So, you know, you know this is so beautiful for, you know, we, we think we can't get out in the world and we really can't get out in the world, but what about the people? You've got some- That surround us, you. right. Like, around you. We probably pass them probably less than we normally do or more than we normally do because we're not traveling, but um, look around, look around your immediate vicinity. What what can you be happy to be your neighbor? I am happy your neighbor. You know, you should be happy I'm your neighbor. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. Trouble. And this is at 11.29 p.m. This is a this is what I would consider a late one for me. I'd Seriously, when I'm making talisman, I'd rather go to bed early and wake up at two o'clock in the morning. Hmm. I'm better doing that than, wait, than waiting to go to bed till, you know, after 12. Yeah. Interesting. I think I would be the opposite. <laughs> yeah. So moving on, we also have what used to be our orbit of the week is now going to be orbit of the month. We wanted to really do a, a weekly reminder of setting intentions with, you know, an orbit necklace that we create. And now that we loved really featuring weekly a new talisman we're going to initiate that into a monthly opportunity um and you still get the same benefits you still get the free shipping or technically close to the free shipping since you know technically the the website won't really allow that on our end but the orbit of the month for january is i desire the unusual and i'm guessing this is an aquarius thing well, it's certainly Uranus in a trine to Venus. So it's about wanting that desire to different, to be unusual, so that we can be more in that air economy, that new era of, of saying, um, I'm ready for the I'm ready for the future. I'm ready for the now. What's new? What's going on? Come on, bring in. I don't want anything usual. I right. desire the unusual. Yes. And actually, I don't have many of these. So um but I think that's just a perfect one for entering into the year um, as and we And the air economy too. And as all of these planets start butting up against the Mars um, as they move into the Aquarian um, sign, they're gonna butt up into a square with Mars in Taurus. So, you know, to desire the unusual, don't be afraid when you have to go the other direction or a different direction than what you planned. Mm -hmm. So this will help you move into 
you know, to follow the, uh, a new path, maybe create your own path. Right. I love that. So also another talisman, if, you know, this new year is really exciting for you and you want to really utilize a talisman, we have many on our website, these upcoming ones, the finished ones, also the great conjunction webinar and talisman making ceremony that we did is still available for download. So this is this is like a talisman plus because you get a personal talisman that's on a sterling silver, really beautiful chain. You can have it as a necklace, a bracelet, or a charm. And the great conjunction, and we've been talking about this for so long, we even had our champagne toast during the great conjunction, but this is a really wonderful time to step into this air economy get into this new movement that's coming forward that that we're initiating as as humans here on earth and you get the talisman and you also get a webinar that kind of depicts and explains what this is all about so that you're totally clear on how you want to utilize this also it comes with a personalized reading with Sandy where mom you talk to them directly about what's going on you record that and then email that to them along with the like four page dates and uh watching these two planets move what what houses they move through and I give you um, a little bit, a brief explanation of that, along with Jupiter and Saturn hitting any personal natal planets. Um, I give you dates on that and direction on that. I mean, it's, it's a nice package it's for package. what $200 or $250 depends what talisman you're asking. Plus you get the one hour video that Susan Goodell and I recorded, recorded, you know, earlier in the month. So yeah, that's true. That's true. They get two webinars and a personalized reading recording about their chart at like somewhere around three to five pages of dates that will be very important for them and this talisman. And I think that that is a beautiful offering. Um, I have my talisman, you have yours and oh, and you get to, you get to write your affirmation. So the intention is I, I vision and create my new reality. That's that intention. So that's, you know, just like we create our talismans, we have, we give it an intention, that direction, that compass point. And then we also give it an affirmation. The affirmation is how we speak to ourselves and how we fill up the tank of, you know, desire and, and, and our way to achieve and step forward into that direction that we want to go. So the affirmation is up to you. And as you get the card and you get to write it in, hand write it in with a yes. beautiful pen after you've practiced on <laughs> uh, well, really it's after you'll you'll probably set your affirmation after you've listened to the first webinar, which is an hour. Listen to the second webinar, which is another hour. two and a half. Well, they, they they get like the hour and a half. Okay, hour and a half. Yep. And then you listen to my like five to seven to 10 minute little talk that I give you, plus read all the paperwork, then come up with your affirmation that you want, it's your prayer that you want to say to yourself about yourself, um, takes you into that new reality step of which we're all heading folks. (laughs) Be aware that, Hey, it's true. It's kind of like reminds me of hitchhikers, you know, it's like, hey, hitchhiker, you know, when I, and I've never hitchhiked and I have never, I've got a horrible story, but I won't tell it here, but cause I never picked up the, picked it up, picked it up, picked up the hitchhiker, but I pulled over with the intention. And then I ended up getting the heck out way. I don't, so I got a bad vibe and sped away up on a hill. It was a snowy night now that I am telling you the story and, um, and later that night I, I was like, I was like 18 years old. Oh, and yikes. Yeah. Later that night, I watched the news with my parents and that somebody had been killed by picking up a hitchhiker that night on the same road 
No way. I've never heard this story. I just, I just reminded myself of it because that's what it reminds me of. But that, but I wasn't thinking, I was, I was thinking of the hitchhiker. You know, when you hitchhike, you put your thumb, close your fist, right? Put your finger out, your thumb out and kind of direct it going, hey, I'm going this way. Like it's an action, right? And, you know, if somebody pulls over and you hop in the car, it's it's like, hey, how far can you take me? Or I'm going, hey, I'll, I'll go that direction. Hey, I got a friend over there, I can go. And it's almost like you don't know where you're going, right? And you certainly don't know who you're who you're going with. I was thinking of the story of I've never hitchhiked and I've never picked up anyone, but I almost did. Um, and that would have taken me into a different, a different, should that have been that same weirdo um, storyline that I heard on the news that night? Yeah, no. And I got, I, I pulled over and got a really weird sense. I couldn't even see the person because it was snowing out. And I mm. felt bad. I felt sorry. That was my Pisces going, oh, I feel sorry for this person. And I'm on a hill and I'm going well, up the hill. Good that you had the boundaries and the, and the discipline to know that that's probably so not I pulled a good over And all of a sudden I hear in my head, no, no, go, 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 go. And my, I'm putting the gas on and my tires in the back are going, and I'm going, go. <laughs> because once this person grabs onto my door and gets in, and I caught traction and I made it up the hill without this person. And onto like, the horizon. <laughs> and, and on up to the hill. So anyway, just weird story. Um, Very interesting. Um, well, I mean, I'm glad you're safe. I'm glad. <laughs> I feel like your mom right now. And <laughs> well, that just kind of shows you that, you know, yeah, we want to stay in the safety of what we know, right? Like I've built this house, I've built my wall. I don't wanna let anybody in. I wanna lock my doors. I wanna make sure nobody, cause I wanna feel safe. Well, I'm also now not protect, like now I don't have the joy of finding new things, of meeting new people, right? Now, right. Not and there's every, always a balance there. You know, you, you need to take risks. Not everything, right, there's risks. Not everything is going to be what, you know, you either plan to stay perfectly safe in your house, right? Or you're out there making decisions and you run across somebody that doesn't have great intentions. So, you know, it's life, you know, it's life. Right. In that moment, again, again, <laughs> use, well, use your, use your intuition, right? My, my right. compassion said, my Pisces son said, oh, I feel like I need to stop and help this person. And then my, my intuition also said, get out of here. And so I did. So it's kind of like using your intuition on both angles. When do you, when do you say yes? And when do you say no? Right. You could be like I did. Yes, no. And so let's move on and into the horizon <laughs> safely as possible. Um, so I wanted to quick announce that you can watch now the CWS January forecast. This was the two hour special broadcast that you and Susan did on Facebook Live. It was brilliant. It was so much fun. We had raffle giveaways. You and Susan went through all of January, all the way through 2021 with the major transits. This was an incredible event for everyone. And it was actually our most attended Facebook Live to date. So this is so exciting. It's already had, you know, over 500 views. Really? We're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're climbing up there. And, um, and yeah, so it is, you can, um, you can watch it on Facebook. Of course, the link is in the description here. And also we three, so me, Sandy and Susan created a cheat sheet. So this is a cheat sheet that's going to be happening throughout 2021. And it's a monthly PDF download that you can use because if you've been to one of the forecasting you know, days with Sandy and Susan, it goes by fast. And for you to take down all the notes and for you to remember, oh, was that Venus or was that Mars that they were talking about? 
all of this has the glyphs in there, the notes for you, the, the special times, if there is a special time that Sandy and Susan are discussing. And it's all in there with Sandy's notes and Susan's notes. Of course, that link is in the description here. And you can email me, alex at intentionbeads.com if you have any questions. Well, and then I have we'll a comment, an add-on. Mm -hmm. It's because mm -hmm. the, the monthlies that we do for, you know, usually like our next one is um, January 30th for the month of February, the outlook from February. Those are free. Those are free on Facebook. Right. And of course they will be an hour going forward. It's always our, our, our whole year outlook, which is a two hour, but these cheat sheets that you talk about are $10 each month. And they'll be available, you know, about a week or 10 days in advance, but you can go on and pre-order them. So as soon as Susan and I fill it completely out mm -hmm. um, it'll go right into your email you'll print it and you'll have it in front of you while you're either watching us live because we'll add we add so many notes um, that you'll be adding because Alex designed it really beautifully and there's places to to write here and actually you could use it as a a journal you know write about now when it comes to be that day what do you need to write about that what happened on that day it's a, it's a nice and even time. just to even transfer those dates into your regular calendar. Mm -hmm. So moving on January 14th, Sandy is going to be hosting a Uranus and Taurus webinar on talisman. This is going to be a downloadable option since Uranus is going to be making some really important transits that are reflecting back on our Uranus and transit or your Uranus and Taurus transit webinar that we did. So you're going to be updating this information for everyone, as well as offering those talismans. Yeah. So we're going to re-record it, but, and then it'll be available. I'm hoping to do it, have it available by the 14th, but if it's not, that just happens to be the day that I put in the calendar because that's the day Uranus stations direct, but it'll be available sometime the second half of January I've already made the talismans. Uh, I'll be updating some of the dates. But again, you get this recorded webinar, a talisman, and a, another pa packet of dates when Uranus is moving through the houses over the next five years. This is a five-year. That's five years. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Well, it's seven year, but we're already two years into it. Mm -hmm. So anybody that is, take, has taken this before, Last year or the or, um, the 2019 when, when I started it um, doesn't need to take it again. Right. They've already got the all the notes. And if you are interested in this, I do not have the links available just yet. However, you can email me alex at intentionbeads.com. Okay. Then we also, we have two more events we want to discuss. The first one is an invite only. This is a seven day intention challenge that Sandy is doing with all of her present and current talisman wearers. So this is somebody who's purchased a small bead or a large bead talisman or a new moon mala or a personalized mala. So these are, these are the, these are the ones that are all clay. These do not include the chakra bracelets. These do not include the like the recent Jupiter and uh, Saturn webinar because that's on a sterling silver. So these are, are the all clay. They're either the personals or the universals. It's what you need to register. In a, so many of you have registered your bracelets, um, your talisman bracelets, because and if you haven't registered your talismans yet. That is the only way you'll be invited to this event Correct. because we will know that, um, well, we already know which ones you own, but when you register, you say that you want uh, more information um, around a uh, contact from us. So, Anne, I got a very clear vision around this seven day intention challenge. Um, because I do not like the word. What's the resolution. word? Resolution. Dear God, resolution. Um, because we are not going to Mexico. We usually would be leaving for Mexico right now and hosting our first international retreat of the year. 
And I really thought that I could use that seven days working. And I thought about doing a, a seven day retreat somehow, mm-hmm. you know, with a group of people. And I thought, oh, no, that's, I can't put that together. Um, but I could put together a seven day intention challenge, which means invite only after you've registered your intention bracelet, then you, it's free, it's free. Then you sign on, you say, yes, you're coming. And it's at a certain time. And I'm picking, I'm picking, what did I say? Um, 10 o'clock. Yeah. 10 AM central, which means 11 Eastern nine mountain and eight Pacific that we all go on a zoom call. We're all on the zoom call and we cannot add on. It's, it's the, our group, our, our, our like retreat intention challengers will have been accumulated or assembled by Saturday, uh, January 16th. And we will do seven days every day at that same time we show up where our faces are here, we hold on to our intention bracelet. We have the card in front of us. If you don't have the card, somehow get a hold of us. We'll have to get you, um, get you the information if you've separated it. Um, right. And you're going to be saying your intention out loud, repeating your affirmation three times. That's on the card, and then saying your gratitude piece. I will be doing it. Alex will be doing hers. You'll be doing yours. And so will everybody else in the circle. And then we end and we do this every single day for seven days in a row. Right. And so before the challenge, if you wanted to get your talisman restrung, make sure to do it absolutely this week. Um, the link is in the description here, as well as if you have not already, you need to register your talismans in order to receive the invite. The invites will be going out this week. So make sure to get these done if you would like to join us. Then January 30th, we have the CWS February forecast. This is with Sandy and Susan as they go through the February dates. Um, join yeah. us on Facebook Live. And go don't ahead. forget the cheat sheet. And don't forget the cheat sheet. So let's now move in, since we've wrapped up on the horizon, let's move into our house. I wanted to mention, and maybe you could explain a little bit more, why don't you like New Year's resolutions? Well, at 64 years old, not one has solved, resolved, connected, committed, anything for me. Mm-hmm. It, to me, is it's a redo of something that I've started or a habit that I've had. And it's kind of like a RE word. And I would just rather like... The intend, the intend, not the RE redoing. I like to just do something new. Starting fresh and not Starting necessarily fresh. trying to find, trying to start something over. Right, exactly. So it's mm-hmm. to me, you know, like when I got that whole idea when I was in the garden 10 and a half years ago, when the planet transiting Uranus hit my sun at 29 degrees of Pisces and I got that incredible message that whispered in my ear, you know, make beads at certain astrological transits, you'll call that their, their talismans and you're going to call them intention beads. So I did not make up that word. I was given that word from, you know, the unseen spirit mm-hmm. to call these intention beads. And I have not ever used that resolution word before we used to laugh. I mean, it'd be like, whatever you started on January 1st, you were done with by January 31st. (laughs) Right. Well, so we won't call them resolutions, but what are your new year intentions or intention? Actually, for me being so private and so um, kind of secluded, and I was secluded before quarantine. Right. You were. I would travel. (laughs) Um, I wouldn't want to have people over. I wouldn't want to have parties and be like, I'm home um, because we were traveling so much. So Mm -hmm. I've been kind of quite sequestered for a good two years. Now it's interesting that I have Saturn coming up in my birthday as Saturn being my time Lord of my annual perfection, which does say for me to limit something. I feel like I'm 
going to now kind of limit my work, limit, get, get more um, streamlined in my work so that I have more time on the, on the other sides, the before work and the after work. So kind of put maybe borders more on my work because you know me, I work. Uh, I mean, all the time. I mean, all, all the time. And I think that's a beautiful intention for you because I, I know that really everything that you've, you've a, had a passion for, you have dove headfirst into. So, and, and that's something that's so beautiful, like even coloring turned into like a hobby. And then that was like, you had a stack all like halfway up the wall of, you know, things that you've colored and beautiful mandalas. And, and so I think that when you really do follow that, that desire and that passion, you, it, it won't, it doesn't matter what you're doing, but it's I also, I love to see, I love to see, especially us as like mother daughter and in our relationship, we, we do, we talk a lot about work because we, you know, we're, we're partners in, in it, but also sometimes it does take a little extra attention and a little extra energy and time for us to settle down and into a like family time because we're there's only two of us and there's not enough time in the day. Well, did um, your boyfriend come over for a Christmas little gathering before Christmas holiday? And he said, let's see if we can get through dinner without Sandy talking about work. Yes. And what did I say? Why would anyone not talk about work? No, I said, <laughs> well, then there's nothing else to talk about. Oh, I'll, that's right. That's I, right. I'll just eat. <laughs> so yes, we need, we need to just balance you out a little bit and get you get you and your oh, attention yeah. elsewhere. Also. Yeah. I want to, I want to see what, you know, um, yeah, I want to more about that later, more about that, more later. about that later. Yeah. Well, I guess my intention for this, for this new year is just to get very clear and crystal clear. It, it's kind of the same one, actually, you know, like putting limitations on the work, but Mine is more about like really building, really building and stabilizing um, the spaces that I can when it comes to the website, when it comes to processes and communications with everybody. Um, because I, I handwrite like nearly 100% of all of our communication. So um, yeah, I, I definitely want to look into either streamlining that or getting a little bit of aid. And I think that's my intention. My personal intention is to just continue the, the healthy eating that I started with the cleanse because my mind, my body, my spirit was so good. I loved it. I loved that feeling. I loved um, the lightness that those foods brought to me. So um, that I guess is my new year intention. Well, into the fact that you're going, you know, you're still in a you're still in a ninth house annual perfection year, mm -hmm. and you're moving on March first into a tenth house. So you know, that's all about work. That's all about being seen, and so choosing how you want to be seen, and if that's about clarity, and that if that's about what you feed your body creates what it is you say in your, you know, on your pedestal. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I move into a sixth house on my birthday, March nineteenth. I'm in a fifth house right now, but I'm moving into a sixth house. So that's really more about my organization and about my health, and mm -hmm. not that I'm saying I'm going to get a pet. And I'm not saying that out loud to you or anyone, <laughs> but you know, the sixth house is the house of pets. And, you know, I read something just the other day that I think Colette put it out that um, when one has a pet, they, you know, you live longer. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, um, it's true. But if I'm trying to work on my health and it's the house of pets that Oh God, I got to go get a, <laughs> that would be awesome. But I, if I thought about it, I would get a cat. Cause I really don't know. I watch these people cross for me that take their, take out, out their puppy 
Oh my God, way too much. That's way too much for me. Well, if you got a small enough dog, you can do little pee pads. Oh, that wouldn't look so cute in my house. Oh, well, anyway, I hope, I hope that you do get a dog. I'm a dog person. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's all for our new year's intentions. And we are super excited for that seven day intention challenge. Um, yeah. Uh, there still is time if, if anyone is, has been looking at a talisman on our website, um, do it now so that you can join us for that seven day challenge happening starting on January 16th. So any, any closing remarks? No, but I'm serious. I'm yes. Yes. So serious about re-engaging your intention bracelet, the one you already have the four you already have, the six you already have. If you have seven intention bracelets, have them all registered and do one each day. Mm -hmm. Claim the energy that you're holding in your hands. Claim it. It's, it's yours. You exchange the energy from it, for it, right. for it, to it. Use it. So if you don't, if you, if you have one, you don't really need to get a new one. But if you don't have one, you know, I think everybody needs one intention bracelet and I'll be doing a little series of videos, right, Alex? Yes, you will. That show um, how I do my ritual every morning and how I choose from my array of talismans because everybody needs this one or that one and that one if I must get a little bit um, serious about intentions. Cool. Well, I really appreciate everyone who is listening in on this podcast. We love you. We wish you a very happy new year. 2021 will be a beautiful year. We hope that you stick around and listen in to all of the astrological transits that will be coming through. And until then, we will see you next week. Thank you, everybody. Happy New Year. So you finally know you control